Hello, everyone, and welcome to the JoyClix Gamescast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined once again, as always, by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How are we doing? What's happening? Doing pretty well, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I mm-hmm. I, I I woke up very late today, mm-hmm. like like about like an and like about an hour and a half before. I was supposed to record Roads Apart 2, which is like, Ooh. it was, it, it was like about noon. I was like, man, I am up really late, Kev. What happened? You're right. But here we are. We're good. Mm-hmm. Very, very refreshed. How are you? Good, sir. Doing all right. Uh, today was a light day. Got to spend a lot of time playing a game that I'm going to talk about in just a moment. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But we got a good episode lined up. We got a lot to discuss. For sure. But first, stop your patch notes. Um... As always, patch notes where we update stories from last week or things we got wrong, correct those. The main thing this week is that it wasn't official official last week, but now we have the trailer and price point for the Mafia Trilogy. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, We got a trailer on the 19th and uh, Mafia 2 Definitive dropped. I did not pick it up, Kevin. Did you? Nah, nah. Um, I think when when we were talking about it, it being like uh, still something that is not confirmed, there was mm-hmm. talks about them putting out Mafia Two like as early as next week, which actually did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was saying that hey, like I kind of want to wait until the whole trilogy is out, then play mm-hmm. it back to back. You know, so that's what yeah. I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, I I haven't picked it up. You know, I was on the same boat as you. Like, hey cool i missed it on last gen i know people like it yeah but 30 bucks is a little bit for that you know so is it 30 for just mafia 2 it's 30 bucks for mafia 2 it's 60 for the trilogy which includes the full remake of one in august uh the the hd upscale of two and then just mafia 3 with some like dlc and reworking of some things but Yes. Um, yeah. So definitely yeah. seems like if you haven't played Mafia, you probably want to wait till just the trilogy comes out and pay sixty. Mm-hmm. Seems seems like the right course to go. You know. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. What? Well, I mean, like, did they say anything about like the pricing of just individually Mafia One when that drops in August? I believe it's also going to be thirty. I think it's thirty each or sixty total. I see. I see. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but uh, that's uh, that's out now. So if you're looking for something new to play, there you go. Mm-hmm. But while we have not been playing Mafia, we've been yeah, playing man. things. Would Indeed. you like to start? You have a special thing. You know what? Yeah. Let's, so let's get the known qualities out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been dipping my toes into Assassin's Creed Odyssey a little bit more. Uh, kind of like doing what I, I'm, I'm actually doing the Gates of Atlantis quest line. Which cool. leads up into the Atlantis DLC. I gotta check and see if is that first, and then the Legacy of the First Blade is the second DLC. I forgot so, which one is first. If you know, I, I believe the the Legacy of the Blade is the first one. Okay, so I would play that and then the Atlantis stuff. From what I know, yes, because based on my knowledge of it, the Atlantis one is like a significantly large place to explore. And the Hidden Blade is mostly, like, a bonus story in this world, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Right, yeah. Because I was seeing on, like, Hell on the Beat that, like, the Atlantis DLC is, like, a good 10 to, like, 15 hours longer than the first Blade. 
Um, yeah, so that's, that's probably the second one. Right. Okay, I see. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so still working on the prep work for those DLCs to buy them and actually go through them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, little, I guess, caveat here. Uh, I did purchase Deadpool, the game that has licensing issues that you can't buy on PSN Store for whatever reason. Forgot mm-hmm. exactly why. But um, I think it's from Disney. Honestly, I don't know. Whatever. But I did I... purchase that. That will be game played. I mean, like, if you know, then feel free to enlighten it's, us. It's uh, High Moon Studios. Mm. If you aren't familiar with them, don't blame you, because they've kind of been put on the back burner at Activision. I believe for a while they were doing support for right. uh, Destiny. And uh, now that Bungie's gone, I think they're just doing COD DLC support. Gotcha. So, um, But, yeah, they did those like old Transformers games from last gen. They did Deadpool. But, uh, I yeah. see. Yeah. So playing that on stream on Joy Clicks, uh, by the time you guys watch this, it should have been already, I think, done or happening as we speak. So because mm-hmm. yeah, there. Uh, what's been playing? I have been playing a little bit more of Last of Us, of course, on the Last of Us stream series on on PlayStation Source. We're going through the game, you know, week by week as we go on to part two. Very, very cool stuff there. We did the uh, suburbs, the sewers, and Tommy's Dam. So it was cool to go back and see Isha's story once again, go through the sewers, suburbs part, you know, see the Henry and Sam tragedy that, that happens there. Going to speak lightly on it in case, you know, someone's watching this and, watching this and hasn't played Last of Us. Uh, Tommy's Dam, all that good stuff. So pretty cool section there we went through this week. And I don't think I've been playing anything else other than the big thing. So let's just jump right to it, right, Christian? So mm-hmm. after I beat Five Nights Seven Remake, right, uh, I was yearning for more, right? Yeah. But but I was not yearning to the point of like I want to jump right into the original. I wanted a, a little bit of space in between the two, right? So doing some research, right, come across Five Nights Seven Crisis Core, right, came out for the PSP. And has remained on the PSP only, right? Mm-hmm. There, there isn't a a because there are PSP games that you can get on the Vita, but has been made available yet, you know. And I was kind of worried that like when I doubled down on this decision, that like they would put out Crisis Core for the Vita, and I'm like, man, that would suck. Vita's like, dead, it's all... man. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, but uh, I mean. Just, like, make that PSP game compatible for the Vita. I'm not asking for, like, a full-on, like, remaster or, like, up res. You know what I'm saying? So, I was perusing on eBay, you know, and uh, for $80, I did get myself a PSP 3000. Once again. I'm a PSP owner. Uh, It's been very, very nice to come back to this old hardware, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very, I mean, it's just been great, you know. And... Uh, there were plenty of different crisis cores that were available for eBay, you know, that were used, you know, to varying degrees, right? But I opted to get a brand new copy of Ooh. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. And let me tell you, Christian, when I opened this sucker, I'm about to open it right now, right? Okay. The first thing that caught me mm-hmm. was this game manual, Christian. I had the biggest smile on my face, bro, seeing this these pages this beautiful artwork you know mm-hmm. of the of the crisis core game manual and now you know especially in the in this generation of gaming of course game manuals aren't really a thing anymore you know no. you'll you'll get like you'll get the pamphlet advertising you know what i'm saying of yeah. this and that or whatever but like nothing like a game manual like what we used to get 
And it's so great to have one, bro. So cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have been playing Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core on my PSP, and it has been phenomenal, Christian. Really? It has been a very good time. It that's, has been great. That's good to hear, honestly, because I'm in a similar boat as you. We've talked about it off stream or off camera of like, I really love the original Final Fantasy VII. I have been playing Seven Remake. That's the game that I was playing basically all of today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not super familiar with Zack's story or the details of it, but yeah, Crisis Core is another one that I've, I've really wanted to go into after I finish Remake. And uh, I guess my first and biggest question would be how are you liking the battle system and how different is it from 7 remake okay that's a great question right so i think like the biggest you know kind of question mark was how does the combat translate you know like like how is the combat in this game right and i would describe it honestly as i think it can be described as the remakes combat right would be a mixture of live action and turn-based combat right with the the needle being ever so slightly towards the area of live action combat you know that's mm-hmm. how i would kind of put it but there it's definitely a mix but i'd say like a little bit more towards the more current modern action you know gameplay system right yeah with crisis core it is the exact same but a little bit more in the other direction so the needle is is on the side of turn based where um, you are cycling through a lot while you're in combat, right? But what's great is that it's tied to L and R. Instead of, like, having to, like, you know, press a button, go into a side menu, like, pick what you want, whether it's, like, abilities or spells or whatever, like in the remake, in Mm -hmm. Crisis Core, you just have your line of, um, like, so, like, your first orb is attack, which is just your pack and slash of your uh, sword, and then your materia are lined up after that. And you you can change the order. So I have fire, blizzard, uh, you know, thunder, etc., cure. And uh, you can cycle through that with L and R going back and forth. And you execute with X, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a very, like, straightforward, like, definitely not at all, like, super turn-based, you know, or anything like that. Like, it's very actually, like, a super modern, I feel like, feeling combat system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely doesn't feel that bad at all. You know? Like, it feels great. And obviously, you know, it's not the prettiest in the world. Of course, it's 2007. PSP days. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, uh, I think it's just I'm getting a lot of really, really cool lore from this world that I'm liking a lot. You know, Zach mm-hmm. seems to be a great character so far. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting uh, – so I'm about two hours in, and the game, I think, as a whole is only seven hours. So it's a pretty quick oh, game. Wow. Yeah, like, at least they looked at how long to be. It's like a seven-hour game, so it's pretty quick. So, um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I, I was going to say, just speaking to the, the length of it, um, it being a PSP game, which is – the PSP was built to be portable, right? Like Monster Hunter excelled there and uh, a handful – like uh, Peace Walker, you know, like yeah. get in and out, do your mission. It's level-based, isn't it? It's like yes. you pick a mission, you go do the mission, then you come back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering because it's different because seven is like a linear sort of um, story, I guess, or a world, right. but this is right. more broken up that way. 
Yeah, yeah. So the uh, director of Shinra, oh my god, of the Soldier Division. Um, crap, I forgot his name. God. Heidegger. No, no, it's no, it's not Heidegger. It's it's like another character in this in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, he's like, yo, go in this out there, whatever. I die, like go off. Also, something that I guess I didn't pick up on in remake, which I don't know how I didn't pick up on this big detail. Did not realize that Sephiroth was a very prominent soldier. Yeah. I, I don't know how I missed that. I, I don't know what happened there. But so, uh, I, yeah, not sure how, but I kind of forgot that. But go ahead. Yeah, from my time with Remake, I'm approaching the end. I think I can finish it probably tonight. Um, yeah. The only mention, I think, of Sephiroth being soldier in, like, the first half of the game is the flashback to when Cloud tells Tifa he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to be a, uh, an amazing soldier like Sephiroth. And she's like, Sephiroth, like the soldier Sephiroth? Like that, that's the only interaction right. I think that talks to yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. It, it's cool you're enjoying it. And it's cool that you're exploring more of the world of Final Fantasy. Which yeah, is it's dope. It's dope. It's really, really good. It's good stuff. Uh, also, you know, like side characters that were fun. This plot line, I don't want to spoil the plot really of like what it's about since you obviously want to play it. Um, mm-hmm. But there's like, I don't know if they come up in like the original game or in the future of the remake or whatever. Like, uh, there's um, uh, Genesis and Angeal as well in this game, mm-hmm. uh, and characters I have yet to see as well throughout the game. Uh, but it's really cool. It's very very good. Like it a lot so far. I'm mm-hmm. liking it. Um, it's nice to, to to just like pick up like while like a, a video is rendering or before I go to bed. You know, it's nice to just pop in a few missions and you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's very, very good. Definitely awesome. enjoying it. Yep. That's good to hear. Definitely enjoy it. Um, and yeah, really, on my end, the only thing I've been playing this past week is, like I said, Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, I think I'm close to the end. So at some point in the next couple days, uh, you and I are going to do a spoiler discussion. Yep. Which is going to be like a bonus little episode of Gamescast. So it's not going to take up next week's episode. It's just going to be a side thing um probably uploaded on the gamescast uh podcast feeds but uh it will be separate for those who haven't played the game don't worry pots next week is gonna be not a spoiler discussion for seven yep 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 and uh other than that days gone yes yes you have been dipping your toes a little more in days gone um Mm -hmm. i guess like my main question like from a days gone perspective is like do you feel that the game has got its hooks in you? Like, do you feel like, I mean, I know you have said that, all right, like, I must see the story through, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. how how deep are the hooks? So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still planning on seeing the story through. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably, Owen, shout out to Owen, great member of the PlayStation Source Discord, as well as uh, Mod and uh, Mainstay in the chat on streams. Owen told me there's a trophy that's super difficult and it's like it's one that I didn't think was going to be difficult but this trophy list seems manageable Kevin are you considering a plat? I'm considering it <laughs> you look at this development wow but, not, well, well here's, here's the thing this. like I've liked Far Cry games in the past few years in all the podcasts you and I have done together. Like, you know, I like the checklist open worlds, right? Precisely. Yes. And Days Gone being one of those, 
Yeah, I like it. Like it's it's a good one of those, and mm. um, I think it's just a matter of before the the timing was bad. Like I said, I came off of Death Stranding, and um, Death Stranding obviously very intense open world game, lot to do in there. I think I spent like sixty hours in Death Stranding. I don't remember, but. I went straight from that to Days Gone because the idea of having so much of a focus and the importance of a vehicle in an open world that you ended up relying on in Death Stranding, it made me think a lot about Days Gone of like, I wonder how they handle it there since the bike is just so important to the marketing of that game and the identity of Days Gone that I dove right in on Black Friday. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what it's like. And I think playing it right after Days Gone or after Death Stranding wasn't the best idea. Right. And uh, obviously, Assassin's Creed, uh, or no, that was the year before. But <laughs> regardless, getting away from a big open world for a while at this point and picking up Days Gone again, seeing the way they present the world, the interesting stuff with Nero and their role in this apocalypse which I always like, like Resident Evil, Umbrella, Chef Kiss, the best stuff. <laughs> Whenever it's a shady corporation that may or may not have caused an apocalypse, I'm into that. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, outside of that, though, yeah, really fine open world game, you know, there's things to collect, the side missions, there's not a lot of them, but there's random events in the world and i really respect the fact that when i see a question mark and i go to it it's like a plant or something like it's not this big (laughs) sprawling quest you know hi i'm a plant (laughs) honestly yeah because like i for like the witcher red dead love both of those games but like so many question marks you go up to a question mark it's like oh this is my life story help me save my son before he leaves me it's like no I didn't want to I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Help me save my little boy, Timmy, please. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. with Days Gone, I feel like it like respects your time almost. And because I'm so focused with the bike and the gas and making sure I'm fueled up to get from point A to point B, the fact that I'm already invested in making sure the tank is full before a trip, the fact that fast travel is like real time what you'd actually use to get there yes yeah yeah. i genuinely that makes me feel like the game respects your time which a lot of open worlds really don't and for honestly it's like an eight so far it is it is the best eight in a while that's how exactly how i phrase it yep and like i think that's the overall like consensus like with days gone i feel like from Mm -hmm. the grounds like no one thinks it's like you know last of us or like god of war you know what i'm saying like it's 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 that it's that really, really solid, fun eight, you know, hundred mm-hmm. percent, yeah. But uh, I will say, the fact that I'm diving into this big open world right now, that it's, we saw it coming that it was going to be a seven or an eight. Like now, I'm getting worried of like, am I going to ruin Ghost of Tsushima for myself? Because I might. Oh man, yeah. I mean, do you? Th- so, I mean, that's only a matter of like how much time you're going to devote to each session as well i guess i'm getting at like yeah from when i was checking with you on stream which i don't know if you've you played more op stream uh, i have been you have been okay like i feel like if you can get to the third camp the like big third camp 
mm-hmm. by like within the next like few days. The end of the game is about like twenty hours away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if that's like a thumbs up or thumbs down, but like it's like honestly probably probably less. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. it just all depends. But like, if like if you get to that like halfway point, it mm-hmm. is that third camp. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, that like the twenty hour number is just funny because it's larger than I thought you were gonna say, but it's. It doesn't feel like I've spent a ton of time in that world. Like, I've just been kind of cruising through it and having a good time with it, so. Right, right, right. And, and hey, I mean, like, maybe you, you know, take a break from that and go to Ghost of Tsushima, you know? And yeah, like, when you're done. Yeah. I have a couple other zombie games to touch on before uh, yeah. Ghost comes <laughs> out, but I wanted to, before we dive into news real quick, I want to do a little check the pulse with you mm-hmm. about Ghost. Okay. Because... The further we've gotten away from the presentation, I've seen a little more doubt from people online. So for you, you've sort of embraced that state of play. I saw you did a video breakdown on PlayStation Source, watched it. You got like a lot of facts on that thing. So you know, like you have devoured that presentation, right? Right. Yeah. Where is your head at right now? Like, do you think... Because the main criticism I've seen from Ghost and the one that I kind of had going into the presentation from our discussion last week kind of left my mind, but ever since then, it's kind of been creeping back in. Like, similar to Days Gone, it seems like a really good one of those with some interesting polish, very high polish, uh, unique setting, but... Where's your head at with uh, Ghost right now? Yeah, um, it's a great question. Uh, like, I mean, I'm I'm still very high on it, for sure. Like, um, mm-hmm. if if we were to compare it to like a sentiment that like Days Gone might have, right? Like, it's a good one of those. I feel like Ghost of Tsushima has the potential to be like a better one of those. You know what I'm saying? If that makes like, if we're using that verbiage, you know, yeah. I think that's how I would put it. Like, I think it might be like better. Than one of those you know what i'm saying like at least yeah. at least from what it looks like because like i i think i can confidently say that like yeah like i'm pretty sure looking at it it's gonna be more enjoyable like play wise as days gone right not to like you know say days gone is bad to any stretch of imagination it's not but like you know it's it's i think i'm gonna have a better time going through ghost of tsushima you know it being like a different setting a different era and you know and different stuff like that that like had going into it like the overall like double down on you know what we talked about last week with uh you know ui elements being blended into the nature and setting of the world as opposed to just being like super video gamey like arrows and stuff like that mm-hmm. um uh i and and what i think i'm loving a lot more every time i watch clips of ghost is the music man like some of that music sounds really really good and like yeah. i think it's gonna be a really really cool experience like just killing time in the open world you know with that soundtrack and the overall like feeling of ghosts like it i'm still pretty high on it i guess what i'll say like i'm still pretty high on it for sure for sure mm-hmm. yeah do you think that there's a pressure on ghosts like i this is another point that you and i briefly touched on last week with the label of PlayStation Studios, like, 
that aside, obviously, this high expectations because Sucker Punch is a great studio and they've made great games. And the first party PlayStation games have all been good to great this generation. Um, do you think there's a pressure on it to being the follow up to The Last of Us Part Two and the swan song of the PS4? A little bit, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, and by uh, and by, like a little bit, I think maybe like a lot at that point, honestly. Yeah, like, it's 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 a tough act for anyone to follow. Seemingly, yeah. Last of Us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I think it's safe to say that, like, I think any dev would feel a little bit of, like, uneasiness in a way if they have to follow up one of the biggest games ever. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, one of, like, the biggest names in gaming ever. Last of Us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think, like, I'm probably mm, – well, I can't say I'm not going to compare Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima in terms of, like, mm-hmm. enjoyment since they'll be so close to each other. But I think how, like, I'm going to probably look at it a little bit more is, like, seeing Sucker Punch, you know, be one of the first first parties to do a game on PS4, you know. Aside from uh, Killzone Shadowfall with Guerrilla Games, you know. Mm-hmm. With them coming out within the first six months of PS4 with Infamous Second Son, which a lot of people took as, like, you know, pretty good. Some people rank it below the infamous games before it but overall like it's not the worst game in the world like overall consensus for a second son right but yeah. i would love to see like how they've taken the time this whole gen from second son and what they've accomplished with ghost of tsushima you know like i think that's mm-hmm. what i'll be looking at more of from like what how they've grown as a studio and like what has I guess, like, what what have they garnered from looking at their, you know, um, devs that are within the PlayStation family? Yeah. And what, what they've garnered from all of them and see what, what they can do. Yeah, you know? I, think that, I think that's a fair way to look at it. Because, like, similarly, you brought up uh, Killzone, right? Gorilla went from Killzone Shadowfall at the beginning to Horizon in 2017. Right. So... I think it's it's going to be interesting. I think, like, we saw what the disappointment of the greater fandom can be. And I I disagree with, like, it's, it's kind of just a bad feeling, you know? Like, when the super hardcore Sony ponies are like, oh, Days Gone got a 70, Death Stranding got an 80. Like, I'm, I'm sure that ghost is going to be at least an eight you know like oh yeah yeah i'm sure it's going to be at that level i'm sure it's going to sell well like i have to imagine it's going to sell as well as at least infamous second son right but it's yeah it's it's an interesting thing to end a console on i think for how uneasy the general discussion about it has turned into a little bit yeah yeah i think yeah, it is because I mean, like, it's a, a little bit comparable to PS3 with them ending off on a new IP, you know. Yeah. Um, in that, in that facet, but mm-hmm. I think the buzz of Last of Us before it came out was a lot stronger. To be absolutely fair, than mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, right? Oh, yeah. I think that's a fair assessment to put out there. Pretty sure. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't think you're wrong because like it's Naughty Dog, you know. At the end of the PS3, right, Naughty Dog doing a new thing, like yes. 
I yeah. love Sucker Punch. We talked about this last week. I love Sucker Punch. I've loved them since Sly Cooper 1. I've played all of their games, but, like, even, like, PS3 era, Infamous was, like, the super cool, fun PlayStation-owned thing, and then, like, the top S tier was Uncharted and Last of Us, you know? Right. Right. So. Right. Yep. Well, just wanted to see where you were at with that. Yeah. So, overall, still still positive, but we will we will definitely see for sure uh let's uh dip into a little news first up sort of similar to what we were just talking about with ghost actually um iron man vr is dropping july 3rd and that seems to be at least on the playstation side of things and playstation publishing the swan song for the psvr question mark maybe yeah Um, definitely are you familiar with the information about iron man vr that came out this week um other than like there's the demo that if that's what you were pitching at me i think hopefully but and the bundle yeah so for listeners uh who may not know iron man vr as uh the day of recording this may 21st they dropped a demo for iron man vr and uh, if you play it you unlock the molten lava armor for the full game which uh looks pretty cool it did look cool it did look cool yeah. It looks like uh it looks like it could be a god of war enemy. Like it's mm. it looks like the armor plating is made of stone and then there's like lava in between it. It's it's kind of cool. Is that um, from like any like comics like type of thing or is it like I don't know if you would I mean like I assume you would know if like if, if I asked anyone I would probably ask you. But like do you know if this suit was from anything like in terms of comics or like a storyline or whatever or I've never seen it before but to be okay. fair I Iron Man is not my like my thing in Marvel Comics, so I'm not super well versed with it, but right. it could have been. Um, but like you mentioned, Kevin, alongside the news of this demo, there was an announcement that a brand new PSVR bundle would be shipping alongside the game, which uh, it includes the VR headset, the like the updated one that has the pass through so you don't have to have the extra stuff. Um it's that with the move ones, the camera, and Iron Man VR. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any thoughts on this? Because I have a question I want to pose to you. But initially, for Iron Man VR, where are you at with that? I guess the PlayStation guy. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna have any Marvel property be a VR game, it's got to be Iron Man. Like, uh, I think it's a great pairing, you know, to oh, like yeah. how we've constantly seen like in the movies and like in comics, like his um heads-up display on the suit and be able to, like, actually step into the suit in a VR format, it just fits great, you know? Um, it it looks really fun, like, and it looks like they are, like, really taking care of this game, seemingly. Like, it just, it, like, it seems like it's had a lot, you know, and, of course, like, with a name like Marvel's Iron Man VR, you know, like, you, like, gotta really, like, I feel, like, try your hardest to do it right, you know? And, and it seems oh, yeah. like they are, at least. Um, so... I'm excited for it, and, like, definitely, if I was a PSVR owner, I would be getting this game day one, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, honestly, it's, like, really making me wish that, like, I had a VR, you know, to just play it, because I really so, want to try that demo. It, yeah. Interesting yeah. you say that, Kevin, because as someone with a PlayStation VR, and, uh, again, I don't own the wands yet, I was going to probably see if I could find them for Vader Immortal, which is coming out after this, I think, but... Right. This bundle is $350. Yeah. It comes with... 
like I said, the headset, the game, the wands, the camera, everything you need it even comes with a demo disc. And it's 350. What do you think this means for the future of PlayStation VR? Like, am I looking too much into this? Is this just like a, hey, this is the end of the PS4 generation. We want to ship this big game with it. And then we'll see you in a few years for PSVR 2. But for now, if you want to dive into this ecosystem, here's an option with a big, big, big budget game, big, big name, Iron Man, Marvel. What like does this mean to you that PSVR 2 could be super far out? Do you think that they could just be trying to fit the standard PSVR to work with PS5? Right, right. Um, I, like, kind of see this bundle in a similar vein as, like, why would Last of Us Part 2 put out a PS4 Pro bundle as well? In a similar Fair vein. Fair point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. that's kind of like how I put it. it. It'd be like, hey, like, the overall consensus is like, yo, like, if you've owned a PS4 or a PSVR for this long, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, mm-hmm. you've heard murmurs of, like, you know, and then in contrast, like, if you've, like if you've also heard, like, you know, rumors of, like, a PSVR 2 in development. And um, if you saw that um, uh, upload VR footage that they put up of Sony and PlayStation testing some finger tracking technology for a future iteration of VR tech, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's safe to say that, obviously, the... the PS5 is coming out, and there, there's a, a, at least to be some development of new VR tech within PlayStation for the future, seemingly, right? Like, mm-hmm. the big question is, like, why would anyone buy these bundles, right? And, like, I think it's just so that it covers the bases. Like, they're like, all right, like, just in case someone, you know, is interested in the VR and isn't waiting on the PSVR 2 and wants to experience Marvel's Iron Man VR, like, right now, you know, mm-hmm. like I, why not offer it to them? You know, but yeah. it is an interesting choice for sure. Like I think both these bundles that were not were that were unveiled this week are kind of like kind of you know like interesting timing. But I can yeah. see why for both of them that they exist. So definitely, like I think I would even sway towards a little bit more like if it making a little more sense for the Iron Man VR considering the climate that we're in right now. You know at home sure. you know why not get the kids a cool vr with iron man in it you know like i can yeah. kind of see that but i'll i'll push back a little bit with the comparison to the last of us one because like with psvr the future i feel like is much more uncertain because right now yeah, you know right. like we have we have the ps5 we know it's coming we know it's coming this year right um Sony has shipped, uh, like, what, 4 million PSVRs at this point? I believe, I think the last number is that they, they said are 5, I think, question mark. But definitely, like, around 4 or 5, for sure. Yeah. So, like, are, I, I'm, I'm just, like, trying to figure out what their play is here. Because, like, I know there's been so many patents, and patents happen all the time. Like, Nintendo patented, like, a Game Boy smartphone attachment, and that never came out. Like, right. Patents really mean nothing sometimes but because with the psvr stuff it's always been controller centric i wonder if they there would be a world where the camera and the headset carries over and then the the interstitial upgrade is the gloves or something like Mm. i i wonder i really wonder what it is because i feel like there's probably 
for people that would be buying VR, you know, it's a $350 attachment, you know, people aren't just gonna drop that willy-nilly. Right. Like, I feel like that market would be savvy to the fact that the other big VR headsets have, like, new versions. They've had new versions, you know? Right. Right. And PSVR's been out for, like, four years now this October, like... I, I just don't know. Like, I feel like yeah. the people that would be buying that headset would be like, well, PSVR 2 is coming out eventually, right? So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder. I, I'm really curious, you know? And I don't think it's against their the lineage of PlayStation to use old hardware in the future because we're still using Move Ones. Like, as I say, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I want to know what you have to say. I would, like, almost kind of be a little bit more like on the happier side if they were out and be honest but hey guys listen like psvr2 like whatever you guys like whatever the next iteration of psvr that you you guys think is coming like within like let's say like the first year or two of ps5 like it's not like it's gonna be a while you know what i'm saying yeah i would almost like that because i'd be down to just buy this the I would probably buy this bundle to be completely honest. Like I would honestly probably buy it with the news that we're getting Vader Immortal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I would almost be incentivized to purchase a PSVR now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. As opposed to like waiting, like on the cusp of like, are they gonna, you know, announce a VR two? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I would, I would, I would honestly prefer them just to say, hey, it's gonna be a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah and they like obviously they never will but i that's why i'm so curious here because i feel like that's a very real thing that they could do you know like i know shuhei said the psvr right now is the equivalent of the playstation one ever since then they've been like we're investing in this um and clearly vr isn't a fad right but i just like i know there's people like you that want one but they're waiting and like what if you end up waiting like another three years like it's it's such an interesting move i think or yeah, or I mean, like, what if like them putting out this bundle, right, is like less to speaking more of the parallel thought of like rolling out a PS4 Pro bundle with Last of Us Part Two, and maybe yeah. it's more of a like, hey, listen, like this model, like this base model PSVR is going to be the PSVR for a few more years now, but in yeah. the same facet that we updated the PSVR model to include that HMI pass through, I believe it was, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we may be continuing to do like those little tweaks you know what i'm saying and like make the form factor better and like maybe with the ps5 you don't need that processing box maybe they put out a new model that that removes that processing box and like they like i wish you know what i'm saying like like what if like that's where they're going with it and like calling it like you know how like we always had one psp but there's psp 1000 2000 and 3000 and they all had different features like maybe that's what we're looking at with with the PSVR and not not necessarily like a PS4 to like PS4 Pro type of you know step, but like minor quality of life things that that tweaks the hardware while we wait for that huge jump in PSVR two that is hopefully you know like wireless. in my perfect world like yeah wireless and all that good stuff and like with you know uh and like and all that stuff and like maybe that's like later on you know like yeah maybe like a great way to sell PSVR this this fall whatever you know, or, or next fall is to roll out, like you said, like, let's update the controllers. Let's roll out finger tracking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, let's, 
you know, you're still using the PSVR, but let's like update it ever so slightly to continue to incentivize people on buying PSVR. Yeah. It, you know, maybe, it, I don't know. It sucks because like I know you'd probably love it. I know there's a, so many people that would probably love it as well and are probably waiting like you are. But like as someone who loves my PSVR, but I haven't used it in it's been in a box for like six months at this point right like i i feel like the messaging lately they had a really strong i think 2017 2018 they were really going strong with psvr marketing but like i feel like it's fallen off and i just i want them to get better with that messaging you know and like i feel like that's dropping a penny in the ocean right now with like how they've been marketing ps5 but like right right we'll see what happens yeah i just want to buy psvr man yeah, because you love it. It's really cool. Dude, there's so many games that I want to play on it. Like, there's so many games I want to play on it. So many games. Yeah. You know? Astrobot's great. The yeah. X-Wing mission's awesome. Astrobot, like, X-Wing, um, Moss as Te- well, I've always wanted to yeah. check out. Mm-hmm. You know, Tetris Fire- Effect is cool. Tetris Effect, Firewall Zero Hour, Beat Saber, like, Arizona Sunshine. Like, there's a ton there. Yeah. You know? Should I just pull Yeah. Do I just buy this bundle? Maybe. Because <laughs> they, um, they also just dropped that Walking Dead VR game, which apparently is pretty cool. Yeah, that and, of course, Vader Immortal, which, oh, my God, I want to play that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, keep it posted next week. Maybe at that point you will have a PSP and a PSVR. I have another secret <laughs> game that I don't tell you for the whole week. To end there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next up, we have some more teases about the future of a specific franchise call of duty black ops cold war is apparently the call of duty game coming out fall of this year indeed indeed kevin give me the rundown with the way they've been teasing this okay in Warzone. i gotcha this all started actually in the black ops 10th anniversary trailer right they 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 pulled this thing out it's a great look if you have played the original block ops game it is such a great trailer that just encompasses like the overall vibe and what block ops was from a campaign perspective great mm-hmm. stuff right it was super cool also it's very jarring favorite to think cod that. yeah oh christian is on the right side of history so am i block ops mm-hmm. one is the best cod of all time let's not front right you can leave your comments down below block ops one is the top right yeah um uh but um some uh, real cool stuff there, of course, and it was very jarring to think that man, Black Ops One was ten years ago, because I because yeah. I remember that game vividly. So, yeah, you hate to see it. You, dang, that's wild. But then Arrow. we also definitely. But then we got some really cool, like uh, I guess, followbacks to Activision and in Infinity Ward's quotes about you know making Warzone have those live events. And mm-hmm. stuff like that, and like being able to use it a little bit more as a promotional tool, in a way. Like they kind of said that, but didn't really directly say that. And we got the fruits of that this week, when there have been this so long, very long story short. You know, when Warzone came out, there was these bunkers across the map. There's like 16 of them, I think, or like I think 15 or 16. Um, they all have keypads that you could enter in a that you could enter in a code. But nobody knew any codes for it, right? So somehow, something has changed in this latest update um, that brought really cool things to Modern Warfare, like the ghost skin that you can buy in the shop, um, hard hat from Modern 3 is in there, just a bunch of other stuff. Um, but within Warzone, people were able to get access to these bunkers, 
right? And so, which is leading to a lot of people aligning the notion of like, all right, like maybe this will be some sort of cross promotion to unveil the next Call of Duty, you know? And we had a bunch of other developers for COD um, black out their Twitters, you know, as in like they change their profile picture and their banner to black. Like that is like a common thing that, you know, that gets that gets people talking that are in the COD community about, okay, like maybe they're about to put something out. And the latest rumors that we have, of course, is that the game is going to be called Black Ops Cold War, mm-hmm. um, which I think is an interesting title. I get that they want to keep the Black Ops name in there. Obviously, the, the Black Ops name is a huge name, similar name to Modern Warfare. Like when mm-hmm. people hear Modern Warfare, they know exactly what they're getting. When they hear Black Ops, they, they, they know what they're getting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I get why keeping that there. I personally think COD Cold War sounds cool as a game itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you yeah. sent uh, me the article that said 2020's COD is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, yeah. I my eyes skipped over Black Ops. So I thought it was called Call of Duty, Call of Duty Cold War. And I was like, oh, they're taking the World War II approach. Okay. Yeah. And then I realized that Black Ops was in there. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. Okay. So yeah, this really is the reimagining reboot of Black Ops that we heard about last year (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um so i guess as somebody whose favorite cod or you think the best cod is black ops like me for sure the right what do you want to the right cod yes (laughs) what do you want to see them carry over from the original because like we do touch on the cold war in the original black ops but not in the extent of the way like it would be called that you know like the original Black Ops, I don't think you could get away with calling it Black Ops Cold War. I think naming that in the title for this new one really does, like, focus in on what story they could be telling, you know? Yeah, so I think, like, you said it greatly, you know what I'm saying? Like, the core original Black Ops, right, is more of a story about Alex Mason and, like, his his brainwashing. And, like, the story was focused on that. It just so happened to take place within the confines of the era of the Cold War. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that was the main facet of, like, why we went to, like, Vietnam for some missions and we're talking with JFK and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, overall, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, um, I think that was the biggest thing, like, I, I, I wanted to focus on more because, uh, you know, growing up, history was, like, one of, my, one of my favorite subjects. If not, I think probably my favorite, you know what, definitely my favorite subject for sure was history, right? So, like... I loved learning learning about the Cold War. Loved learning about the Bay of Pigs, all that good stuff. The Cuban Missile Crisis, like this, like crazy tension-filled time in history. You know, like I think like there's so many cool things that I like. We got hints of and touched on in different in different facets in the original Black Ops, but I would like to see them double down on it. And I think that they will. You know, putting Cold War in the name. You know, in a yeah. similar way that we saw World War Two really really done well as opposed to world at war the last world world war ii game you know from cod excluding the cods one through three which you know those are you know those well like recency right like world war world at war was after those but right yeah so do you think like because we saw with modern warfare price came back Mm. do you think mason will come back like i could see a world more where they the price for this game is a reimagined woods and not Mason. While I would, I mean, I, I'm going to break your bubble 
Right. It's very upsetting here. Very upsetting. Because I was hoping for that too. But mm-hmm. the um, James C. Burns, the voice actor and the mocap actor for Frank Woods, mm-hmm. I- iconic character in Black Ops, of course. You know what I'm saying? And, and Black Ops 2 as well. Um, he has publicly said that like he's not involved in this project, which is very well, unfortunate. You know. Right. Well, they, they recast Price, didn't they? The way it. Yeah, you're right. I guess they did. Dang, because they right. hired a yeah. guy that in real life actually looked like Price. They were like, oh, hey, that works out. <laughs> Would you look at that? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, I do guess you think there is would be the character? Um, so, would like, Reznov? No, it, it, it has to be either Alex or Frank, you know, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I think they would bring back Reznov as well because Reznov was a big deal, of course, in World at War and in black ops as well you know what i'm saying yeah um and that will be twist. gary oldman again yeah right so yeah i think thinking back on that you're right i think there is a fair shake that like all right like captain price you know the like captain price of black ops would be one of those three characters yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if they bring back all of them honestly like i think you could easily bring back mason you know woods and Reznov. i would mm-hmm. love to see hudson come back as well if you remember him from black mm-hmm. ops I love yeah. Hudson. I thought he was so cool. And, like, oh, God. Yes, there's a lot of characters that I hope they, you know, come back to mm-hmm. in Black Ops Cold War. Um, and, yeah, I mean, so far, like, I I love the idea of going back to it. You know, I love that era. Favorite COD, so I'm pretty biased on that point. But mm-hmm. it should be good. Looking to be good. Looking to be good. Yeah. And I- I'm interested to see what elements of Black Ops they keep, you know, because – Every single Black Ops game, there's always a nuke town. There's always the zombies. So, like, I I wonder what elements of those carry over if we really are just going, like, at its essence, what is Black Ops? Like, how they do with Modern Warfare and getting Price out of there and, like, Spec Ops. Um, I, I, like, if Zombies does return, which I imagine it will, I would kind of like them to, like, pull it pull the reins on a little more you know because like i feel like recently there was a point where i was just buying cod for blah or for the zombies modes and then right. it was just getting too ridiculous and i was like i really don't care anymore like yeah this is too insane i stop <laughs> so like do you mean like in terms of like a gameplay or like the storyline because like i'm one of those just, crazy nutcases that follow the storyline the whole way no no i mean like <laughs> if similar to modern warfare they're like we're, we're grounding this like I'd kind of like to see them go back to a more horrific kind of zombies that was in the original Black Ops of, like, like Kino. And then it's like, oh, the zombies aren't ridiculous. They're not flying around. It's, like, right. real creepy. Uh, there's the dogs. There's actual zombies. There's like, the le- Nova Six Crawlers. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah. scale back to, and, like, reimagine it in that way because I feel like it needs something fresh and, like, same thing with Nuketown. Like, yeah, I know it's iconic, but, like, I feel like it's been done, you know? Like, yeah, I think, uh, like, I do think that we will get a Nuketown, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, I mean, like, it's Nuketown, you know? Right, like, but, like, I, yeah, definitely. Like, for reimagining it, like, it's it's mm. different than, like, here's the next installment and then that game's version of it. Like, if it's a reimagining, if it's, like, what is Black Ops, like, I feel like, yeah, Nuketown and Zombies are there, but it's, like, how do you make it fit in a 
without making it feel like did he just like reskin the original game you know right right i it's mean it's tricky right yeah it's definitely tricky i think like what i would like to see with with, with zombies um because like again not going to go too deeply into this at all literally at all but like yeah the zombie storyline that started off with with world at war is done right like that mm-hmm. that storyline like is over um so like in in terms of zombies i would like to see like some like really cool like in real life events that happened that maybe they could translate into like a zombie zone which they did to start off zombies back in world at war but to see mm-hmm. it from like a different point of view like i think that could be really cool and make it you know a little bit more like what you said like less like you know crazy like almost like having like a lot of like fantasy elements in the zombie storyline and just yeah. zombies as a game mode um so i think we'll we'll see everything like be a little more grounded or i could even see them honestly doing something else not even do zombies i think that'd be kind of insane but mm-hmm. i think there's a chance that they just don't even do zombies anymore yeah and i think I, would be super I, interesting i wouldn't hate it you uh, know? i don't uh i don't i don't i don't know if that was the, i don't know if that would sit right with me <laughs> i sure i don't yeah. know i don't know i don't know but yeah so interesting stuff interesting stuff um well, Kevin, it's time to play a game. What do we got? Uh, we're returning the segment. Is this a big deal? Mm-hmm. So, I have a few stories. Uh, we have a couple little details about them. You tell me, is this a big deal? Got Why? It. Or if if you don't care about it, if you don't think it's a big deal, we'll move on right down to the next one. First up, apparently, Silent Hill is coming to PS5. It, uh, via a set of gamer on Twitter, also Alana Pierce did a, a video updating this with different information. This may be corroborated, but uh, basically, Sony and Konami agreed to have Sony's Japan studio to make a Silent Hill entry that is not episodic. There, there, the reports about the episodic uh, scouting was true, but that's not what this is. Uh, Kojima's not involved. The original composer, Akira Yamaoka, is returning, um, and it is basically going to be designed to be anybody's first Silent Hill game. Pretty big deal, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It is crazy. Like, this this whole story with this game, is it real, <laughs> is it not? Who's lying about it? Who's telling the truth about it? You know, is super interesting. But um, I think it's pretty. I think it's a pretty big deal. Um, if it comes up on the PS5 reveal, inevitably, whenever that happens in the future, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's also like pretty pony that that, 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 that they're they're saying that like according to the rumors, of course, that they want this to be like a, a good entry point into the franchise for someone that mm-hmm. that like did that doesn't have to know any of the prior stuff or any yeah. of the prior games. So. I'd say it's a decently big deal. Decently big deal. Yeah. And I'll add on, it's Konami doing something with their an IP they own outside of just a remastered collection like Castlevania recently. So right. maybe that leads to other things. We'll see. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, the upcoming summer blockbuster follow-up to Dunkirk, was his last one, got a trailer that... Today has been airing hourly in Fortnite. I don't... Weird. I'm going to say weird. Weird. Because, like, you know, 
we I could see like a Marvel property have a trailer in there. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. trailer for Black Widow. You know what I'm saying, etc. Like something more lighthearted, but like a serious like Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Debuting in Fortnite. Like how much did Epic pay this man? Number one. But like super weird pairing. Like this is this has got to be. Like I can't think of another like weird pairing with Fortnite than this. Yeah. I just think like yeah. Bunch of twelve year olds just seeing a tenant trailer. Yeah, seeing like, a super serious, like super deep, like trailer that's like definitely more on the swing of like an adult type of film. Very, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. A funny side story, right? I forget what movie I was at last year. Uh it might oh, I think it was Hobbs and Shaw, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to see Hobbs and Shaw the midnight or like the premiere night. It was like seven PM on Thursday, right? Yes. I, I, I went with my I, friend. Yeah, because like hours before the first showing, it was like, "Hey, the first look at Christopher Nolan's Tenant is attached to Hobbs and Shaw." I was like, "You want us go and then like maybe see Hobbs and Shaw?" We both like Fast and Furious. Yeah. So we went. It was a small theater. Hobbs and Shaw, believe this, not sold out opening night. <laughs> um, and there was a g- couple groups, and one of the groups was commenting on all the trailers. You know, like summer blockbuster stuff. There's a Star Wars one in there. The Tenant one comes up. They're talking over the whole thing, and then they're like, "What's this?" Who is that? Who's Christopher Nolan? So imagine a Fortnite audience. <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Do they care? Like, it's just so weird. It's just really weird. Like, yeah, I would've been like, hey, you know, Epic, like, are you sure you want me to give you this trailer? Like, are you sure? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Very odd, but I'll watch it on YouTube whenever it comes up. But you know. I will not. It's too close. Um, I see, I see. Let's stick in the realm of movies, right? Uh, the other day, as quarantine's been bringing on, there was a watch party for Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Mm-hmm. Cult classic, beloved film by many. Um, beloved even more, though, is a video game based on... It came out alongside the movie, but it was based on the books that inspired the movie. Yep. It's a 2D arcade beat-em-up, beautiful art style, uh, amazing soundtrack, very fun game. Ubisoft made it, but it got delisted in 2015, and it's impossible to legally own that game now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Scott Pilgrim creator Brian Lee O'Malley has always been tweeting out, it's like, hey, you know what? I want this game available as much as you guys do, so gonna always try to make it happen. He, during this watch party, tweeted at Ubisoft, I believe, talking about the game again, and then Ubisoft responded with the thinking emoji. Yo, wait, seriously? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, this, okay. You caught me off guard here. Because I thought really? it was going to be like, because me and my little brother used to play that game religiously. It was Dude, that. so good. Oh my God, so good. It was that and Castle Crashers. We would play those Classic. two things, fire games, especially especially Sky Pilgrim. I don't remember the movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Very long mm-hmm. time. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come back and watch it someday. Here, pretty soon, for sure. Um... But, oh my god, dude. Can you imagine if that drops, yeah. bro? I mean, yo, that thinking emoji. Do, okay, so what are the odds you think this happens? Like, for real? I think it's... It, like, it has to at this point. When? I guess my next question is when. Would be nice if it was at some point this year. I would love this summer, bro. Come on, That'd be a good man. summer game. Give me a good summer game. Something lighthearted. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, sun's out. We can't go outside, but the sun's out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what though? 
What's great up? Switch game. <gasps> oh. be, an, be an amazing Switch game. Twenty bucks. I'll drop I, that. I would. I I would play it on my Switch, and sacrifice trophies just for that. I think I would. Honestly, play. I might buy it in both places and try to platinum it because I love that game that much. It's a very good game. It's a very good. So game. I hope it happens. So do I. So do I. Also, that, yeah. Even if you're not interested, if you look it up and you're like, this isn't my thing, the soundtrack, 10 out of 10. The art style, it's dope. Really, really cool looking game. Yeah, do yourself a favor, look up Scott Pilgrim, Another Winter, amazing track. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, this one is up your alley. The Last of Us Part 2 has a dedicated jump button. It does. It does. Is that a big deal? Yeah. Also, I think a slightly bigger deal. It has a dedicated dodge button as well. Also, probably the biggest deal that you only brought up very briefly earlier, it has a dedicated PS4 Pro. It does have a dedicated PS4 Pro bundle. Um, so I think the hierarchy of of uh, importance goes from probably um, probably jump, dodge, uh, no, PS4 Pro bundle, because like, I'm not going to get it, but like, whatever. And then yes. probably jump and then dodge. I'd say. Yeah. Maybe in that order. Maybe you can switch around those two. But um, I think the PS4 bundle looks cool with Ellie's tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it looks really like beautiful artwork. I just don't like the logo placements for any of those logos of like The Last of Us Part 2. You know, maybe nitpicky right there. Maybe not the biggest deal in the world. But I just don't like having that logo like plastered like on the front of the console as well as, well as in the middle of the touch bar. I mean, sorry, touchpad sure. on the controller. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just don't like – those logos just look tacky to me, but I digress, you know. I would love mm-hmm. it if they just double down on, like, the aesthetic choices of, like, the Spider-Man PS4 Pro, you know, where, like, there's no, like, Spider-Man logo on it, but it's, it's just that spider, you know. Like, not, like, the actual like, writing of Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I would love if they just kept it like that. Just take off the logos – just do that artwork, you know. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, you know what you just made me think of? What's up? How big of a wasted opportunity it was with the Spider-Man PS4 Pro to not get the Spider-Man 3 font that was the PS3 font and write PS PlayStation 4 on like the side somewhere. I oh. hope they do that on the PS5 Spider-Man oh 2 version. <laughs> Please. Wow. I had never thought about that, but you're so right. Like, wow. No, yeah. Right? Wow. Man. That would be too good. That that would entirely they you know what? I think it was Mark Cern. You came as I listened, like, no, this is this is this is too good. Yeah. Let's just We have not. to save this for the PS five. Yeah, precisely. Let's just yeah. not, guys, all right. <laughs> like let, let's just not. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So. Yeah. So pretty uh, cool. Pretty cool stuff there. Last up. Gran Turismo 7 leaked by a retailer and then denied by the studio and then leaked by a Brazilian PlayStation survey (laughs) almost immediately after they denied the existence of this game. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I didn't see that it got leaked again by the uh, Brazilian survey where we just said I did not know that. So that's funny even more in itself. Um, pretty, uh, what are we going to call it? Like, moderately 
a big deal. You know, it, it, it Gran Turismo, we were pretty much sure it was going to be, um, you know, of course, on the PS5, right? I yeah. was a little bit less convinced that it, it, it would have been a launch title, you know? Just because, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, every launch, they really want to get a racing game because it's a very easy way to show off how great things look on a console, yeah. you know? Um, Do you, so. you know off the top of your head when the last launch had a Gran Turismo? Was it PS3? Was it PS2? I think PS3. I know PS4 wasn't, right? PS4 was like yeah. a few months or years after, right? Yeah, because I don't think we had a dedicated Gran Turismo on PS4. We had GT Sport, which was like the motorcycle one. Mm. Uh, it's a good point. It's a good point. So, yeah, I guess look at, forward to that at the PS5 event. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I've uh, honestly never even... Ta- I mean, I had Grand Turismo on PS3. I just didn't like it. Because, like, as you know, my lineage with racing games were more like the arcade Need for Speed racing games mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, the Super Simulator ones. But who knows? I might might take a crack at GT7. Who knows? We'll see. Why not? All right. Why not? We will see. Well, uh, with that, Kevin, it's time for Arkham Watch. Arkham, 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 Arkham. This week... Rocksteady, not even Rocksteady. Rocksteady, are they are they good? Like I don't know. Uh, WWE <laughs> Montreal still hasn't revealed their Batman game. To no surprise. Oh, I think we're approaching a hundred days since the last tease. I think it might be upsetting. like fifteen days out, but uh, that doesn't matter because we have something else to talk about. Blue Point. Bluepoint Games, who have been quiet for not as long, because they dropped Shadow of the Colossus in 2018, but they, uh, they've been working. They've been working hard, and according to a late, latest rumor about what they're working on, it's actually two projects, and get this, Kevin, it's not any of the ones that we've thought about. So, so shocking, man. Yeah. First up, a Legacy of Kane remake, which is like, you know what? Great. People like Legacy of Kane, sure, fine, whatever. You ever play one of those? No. Actually, I have no idea like what that even looks like, to be completely transparent with you. I got, so, I got nothing for you. To paint you a picture, uh, I believe the first Legacy of Kane was... So it's, it's essentially like Tomb Raider-ish, Zelda-ish. Uh, Blood Omen Legacy of Cain was the first game. Um, Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver is the one that people usually look back to the most as like, hey, this is the one we all love. And uh, I believe that was Amy Henning's first game. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's like gothic kind of Tomb Raider vampire-y stuff. It it, it has a style to it. Crystal Dynamics did it. But... um, that's not the exciting thing here. The exciting thing is that Bluepoint's ambitious project is actually a Jack and Daxter trilogy reimagining. Not a remaster, not a remake, but a reimagining. All three games going to have a more fluid story, so there's not a crazy jump between one and two. Uh, the lore is going to be fleshed out, very like exploring the extents of what that world could be. It's going to be a very ambitious remake. And again, this is coming from a no-name person on, I think, 4chan or something, but I saw Outlets pick it up, so. 
I love this. Right. Yeah. I love this. Like, I I imagine, like, man, like, you know, whoever was, you know, brokered the deal of, like, Blue Point doing the Uncharted trilogy remasters, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, like, man, like, you know, they, they do, like, really good job at, like, obviously, like, them talking about reimagining is different than the remaster, of course. But, like, yeah. I would like to believe that they're really, really well done work on that Nathan Drake uh, 1, 2, and 3 remaster for, for PS4, you know. Maybe lent them to be able to do this reimagining for for Jack and Daxter, like another like another uh, Night Dark property, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds dope. It sounds dope. I like this a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think this sounds great. What about you? Yeah, because I I I want this. Yeah, I love Jack and Daxter so much. It's that holy trifecta that we'll never get again, and it bums me out. Of Ratchet, Sly Cooper, and Jack and Daxter from the PS2 days. Mm-hmm. Incredible. If we could have all three of those alive and well again, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, this is a step because uh, Blue Point, like you said, they've done great work. Shadow of the Colossus, again, highly acclaimed remake. People think that's the definitive way to play the game now. Um, Jack and Daxter is an interesting one because I love that first game. The second one's a little rough. I platinumed it last year. It was technically a mess on ps4 um but yeah you have to wonder like what's up with jack and daxter because it's a name right like people know that's a name this is the one of those sly ratchet jack trilogies that made it onto the ps4 which you'd assume it would have been ratchet because like it seems like sony especially recently treats ratchet with more respect than jack right Mm -hmm. for sure i mean like with the um 2015 2016 2015 2016 2016 i think 2016 yeah like you know for for that to even happen like you know to um for them to even like allow insomniac to do that you know Mm -hmm. for for the ps4 like it definitely shows that like all right you know well, I mean, maybe just maybe it just might come down to like insomnia. Just like, hey, we're gonna do it. Yeah, because you know we know Naughty Dog left after Jack X, which was two thousand five. But like, it's clearly a name. Like, Last of Us came out of them trying to reboot Jack and Daxter. So like, I have to wonder if there's like actually a nugget here, you know, of like some sort of truth. Like, does Sony think there's value in the name Jack and Daxter? Um, and then even more recently at the PS5 GDC talk, Cerny out of nowhere dropped, dropped Jack 2 yeah, as a point of reference for like loading. That was very so weird. Like, oh my god, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. Huh. Right? Like it's yeah. it, That would be to the point of like Charlie Day with the, the yarn like connecting all these strings. <laughs> but like I, I, I gotta wonder, right? I think a good, like, probably a parameter to see might be, like, looking at, like, how successful sales-wise was Ratchet and Clank. Like, putting out, hey, you know, this beloved IP from PS2 era, let's, let's, let's just, let's just do one. You know, it, it, like, doesn't have to be this massive, like, open world. Doesn't have to be, like, a lot of, like, development put into this game. But let's just do it as if we were doing it in the modern day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, for the first time, right? And let's see how it does. Let's have a $40 price tag on it. You know, mm-hmm. and and maybe that boded well for them, and maybe they, you know, are thinking, all right, like let's just try it for Jack and Daxter. Why not? You know, like yeah. maybe maybe that's the starting point for all this. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because 
Jack as a series even branched out after um, Naughty Dog. Like, there was a really bad game that came out. It's called, like, The Lost Frontier. I never played it. I know people hate it, but it wasn't received well. It was, like, kind of separate from the story that they were telling in the originals. But, like, yeah, you and I talked about this, I think, when PlayStation Studios was announced of, like, what kind... Or, like, the productions... Yes. For film and TV of like, what, what do you want to see explored? And one of my first thoughts was Jack because they have such an interesting lore with like the precursors and like time travel and oracles and ancient temples and first civilizations. Like it's really cool. And they could like really dive into that and get uncharted levels, you know, like lean into the more sci-fi slapstickiness of Jack and Daxter. But like, I think there's a lot of potential there. And if this is true, I... And their day one, I can't wait. Help yeah. real. I agree. I agree. I really help because like thinking of like how fun, like like just like genuinely just fun, Ratchet and Clank was in 2016. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just so much fun. You know, like mm-hmm. like I think carrying that over could be really cool for Jack and Daxter for sure. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. And that did, was... you, did you play Daxter? On I did. The PSP? Yeah. I never finished the whole thing, but you got a I, PSP now, so I did. No, I did play it back when I had my PSP back in the day. Nice. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's the one that actually bridged the gap from uh, Jack 1 to Jack 2. So I wonder if Blue Point's game is accounting for uh, the, J- the Daxter lore in there mm-hmm. to tie it all together. Interesting. Interesting. So, we'll have to see. Uh, with that, though, brings us to POTS. POTS, 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 And uh, similar to talking about Jack and Daxter returning, right? Uh, they've been gone for a while, but there's another series that's been gone made an appearance this generation but it's been gone for a while and looking forward to ps5 we might do this a couple times about next gen stuff you and i have a great love for infamous we do we do we do first off what's your what's your favorite infamous like i I won't make you rank them all but like do you have a favorite out of the one two second sun we'd count first light and if you want to festival of blood but i have a soft spot for infamous one a very very soft special spot in my heart for that hell yeah but like i think overall like from a gameplay perspective probably infamous two you know what i'm saying but like infamous one there's just a very special very very special like that's a that's a special game to me you know for sure like it is so so good so good you know infamous one was my first ps3 game that was the that was one of the first um reasons why like i honestly like my dad got me it got me a ps3 honestly was because uh uh one time we were at walmart and they had the demo kiosk for infamous for the ps3 there chilling and like he i think asked the employee like hey like you know can you get infamous for the ps2 and he's like, nah, sorry, like, like this is like a PS3 game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, gotta get PS3. So, I, so I think like, uh, like a few months later, I'm pretty sure that was why he got me a PS3 with like Mafra 2, and um, mm-hmm. I believe a copy of Infamous either when he first got it for me or like a little bit later on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a great game. It's great. Yeah, I love that first game so much. Two made a lot of interesting changes, and I two's interesting for me because like. I liked 2, and 2's probably better, but, like, the idea of giving Cole a second power set, I didn't love. 
Yeah, I know you, you know? were you were saying that as well. Yeah, like you wish it was just like coal and it's just like electric powers and like that's that's you know the extent. Yeah. Yeah, and with Second Son, I I platinum Second Son like two years ago now, maybe three, but like it was fine. Like Delson is kind of a forgettable character. Uh, that world, the story they told there, kind of also forgettable. Seattle was awesome to explore, but like. You know, it kind of like fell flat for me. Like for me, I like the world more than Delson, right? Like yeah. in terms of like the the like DUP, the um, I forgot what they stand for, but like they essentially like police conduits. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. are always on the hunt for conduits after the fallout of Infamous Two and the Beast and that whole thing. So like, I think it was cool to like see like a reaction to conduits in the modern day. You know, and how it mm-hmm. all sprawled from coal. And the race fear and all that, like, but yeah, Delson definitely yeah is not like the most memorable character. It was cool, to, you know. Zeke was there as well, so pretty cool to see that. But you know, yeah, definitely. yeah. And I think the biggest thing for me was just it kind of felt all over the place because there were so many powers with Delson. Mm, um, right. like I really enjoyed Infamous One, where it was like this is Cole, this is his story. It's electricity, which you don't really see much in comics. There's a couple characters like Static Shock and. Uh, Black Lightning, I think, but outside of that, like mainstream, like super well known, like Spider Man levels or even like X Men characters, Lightning was unique, you know, like Infamous Definitely. claiming Lightning. I was like, oh, that's a choice. Yeah, yeah. So it always stood out to me as like this really cool thing that PlayStation had, right? Like, yeah, there was Prototype, and that was on Xbox, but Prototype was kind of, like, just generic-looking to me. It's It definitely seems like... I don't know if we're just in a massive echo chamber of just, like, infamous fans, but, like, I don't see, like, a Prototype community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, like, people talk about Prototype, you know? Um, mm-hmm. for, for, like, lack of a... Just saying that, like, it's definitely... I think Infamous was looked at a lot more fondly than Prototype, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and Infamous was, like, they had fun with it, you know? Like, it was the first one. It was very – all the cutscenes were comic books, which was awesome. So like, cool. it was really leaning into that. Two two didn't do comic books, right? Two had actual cutscenes. Yeah, two just had cutscenes. They, like, got away from that comic book type of yeah. way of giving the story, which I wish they didn't because it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, they didn't do that, but they still did Festival of Blood, which was, like, this two-, three-hour campaign about Cole turning into a vampire – takes place like, over one night super cool yeah super dope like super random but super cool you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so infamous is in an interesting spot right now where like sucker punch clearly they're busy they're doing ghost of tsushima they have been since honestly probably since second sun dropped but i don't know what the future is like for infamous like I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about, does Infamous matter anymore now that Spider-Man is a PlayStation thing? Like, fill in the, the void of superheroes, but, like, Days Gone and Last of Us can coexist, so why not the original superhero and then the Marvel one? Like, where are you at with the likelihood of Infamous returning? Like, in terms of, like, oh, why do we need, why do we need like, Infamous not be a Spider-Man? I don't. I think that there is a clear world that can exist with both those properties. You know what I'm saying? Me like too. because like I just think like like there's there's nothing about Infamous that's like oh that's like Marvel. At least to me. You know like other right. than the project like 
other than the props like of just like oh you know some some dude having powers you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. very like general sam but like just like what you said like days gone and lots of us are drastically different games but they both involve an apocalypse and they both involve mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll call freakers here zombie-esque type of enemies you know what i'm saying uh yeah shout out bend but you know like they both deal with zombies you know what i'm saying so i definitely disagree with like what i've been seeing too of like oh like they have Spider-Man. There's no need to have Infamous. I definitely feel like they can both coexist and both have audiences and and both bring something new to the table for sure. You know? Yeah, and like not even that, but you also have so much more potential with an original IP, right? Like Spider-Man, you have to play by the rules of Marvel. Like, yeah, there's all these Easter eggs, you know, there's references to Wakanda and Matt Murdock and the Avengers Tower even, but they're nowhere to be seen in the game, you know, because, like, yeah. Marvel is saving that for the Avengers game or the Iron Man VR or right. what they have lined up. But with Infamous, I feel like there's just such an interesting, like, gold mine there because it's a, it's a name that people know. People love Infamous, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of surprised of the direction they took the story where it made the storyline feels so restricted by like the ending of infamous 2 being either bad coal and then people with powers live on and rule the world or good coal dies and so do all the other conduits is that what it was so yeah so like i know like depend on those two wait i'm trying to remember um it was like a no. very black and white ending. I think I think the good ending is that Cole sacri- does some sacrificial thing where he definitely dies, right? Yeah. And I think Condon still live on in either form or facet. It's just like I think in the bad ending, like Cole kind of embodies, I think, the beast. Yes. And takes up that mantle and leads the other conduits. Yeah, so that whole thing. But I know like they have said, I'm pretty sure you know as well, that like they've said like, all right, the canon ending for for infamous 2 is the good ending because like yeah. they saw like via um data from people getting trophies that like most people did the good ending um yeah. uh but but yeah like i i think a lot of things got muddled with that definitive ends that they had to do you mm-hmm. know um but yeah because like when they when they introduced second son i was confused because i thought based on memory because it was a it was a while between infamous two and second son i thought like the ending of one was cole died and then the conduits all lost their powers because of what he did so i was like wait so why is delson why does he have powers like did it just did the powers go to sleep for a bit like he thought he did it and then he died for no reason like (laughs) it it just feels like they kind of put themselves in a corner with where they could go in that world yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish they took it in a in a different direction that, like, we can probably, like, talk about here or, like, somewhere else. But, like, I do feel that, like, Second Son was cool, but, like, I do wish that they did something that I think tied it a little bit more to Cole, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm just being, like, nit- not nitpicky, but I guess just, like, wanting my cake and eating it, too, but, like... I wish we still had a coal. In, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. for sure. I think that's an interesting thing that I feel like the infamous fan base is probably split on. But, like, honestly, I think where 
not misstep, but like what they could have done. Clearly, they wanted to experiment with more powers in Infamous Two, right? Like with the ice and fire stuff. And they completely like redesigned Cole for Infamous Two originally. Remember, like everyone was like, "That's not Cole." That was, <laughs> I, I I remember that time so definitively because like I remember the outcry being like, "What are you doing?" Like I, yeah. what are you doing? Like why would re- you? Why would you redesign Cole? I remember getting that Game Informer. It was like Infamous Two, and that's I think that might have been how I heard of it. But like, I went to the about section for like the cover story, and I saw this guy, and it's like, this is Cole. I was like, is it? <laughs> so weird, bro. Um, so but weird. I I think w- when you take that into account and the ice and fire powers, like. I feel like they wanted to just do a different character for two, and I feel like they probably should have. Like, I love Cole. Cole's my favorite character in that world, but for how different two was in terms of his initial design and the powers they added, I wonder if the right choice would have been to do Infamous as Cole with the electric powers, tell his story. Infamous two, completely other person. Uh, Obviously, it's a completely different city. Um, Different powers, ice and fire. I could do see that, that and then second son is delson's thing and like just keep building that way flesh out this universe and then eventually that. yeah like flesh it out you know like especially with the playstation dipping into productions now and they did comics for like spider-man and god of war and horizon like i feel like there's such a opportunity to make infamous a multimedia thing that playstation has yeah that they kind of drop the ball on yeah there there are actually infamous comics as well mm-hmm. um but like no i think you're right like it did seem like they wanted to almost do different protagonists but like i just don't understand like why wouldn't it, if you're gonna redesign might as well just make a new character at that point yeah like, that's, like that's why what I'm are saying. We, like why are we tying down the cole name you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like at that point of like infamous one is not that like Cole was necessarily like iconic. I feel yeah. like you know, like it definitely. I feel like it was after Infamous Two. You know what I'm saying for sure. Um, but that's a good point. Like I actually like that direction a lot. Like let's see, you know, another person deal with these new powers that that they just got. You know, from whatever consequences they want to they want to say, or maybe like the, you know, Cole opening up the race sphere, not only gave him powers, but you know, a specific amount of the population conduit powers as well you know what i'm saying like that like conduit yeah because right because isn't it like a conduit gene i think i think so like it it woke up some gene or something like that but yeah i really think there's a potential there you know and then like each infamous could be a different city and sucker punch or whatever developer continues infamous eventually could make like okay this is the one in boston this is the one in la this is the one in minnesota like and really cool. spider-man style because like spider-man can't leave new york but like f- really make this a selling point of the tech of the next playstation you know like hey this is the redesign or like the fully faithfully created uh chicago infamous game like i think cool. there's a potential there. there's a poten- potential for these powers and new stories and new types of characters to explore so do you think we get there eventually do you think ps5 gets a new infamous from sucker punch or someone else i think if they were to do it 
I think it'd be someone else. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, so like a bunch of standpoint. Like, you know how Night Dog is very much up in like, hey, like you know we we're like beyond Jack and Daxter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, they seem to they seem to be talking about how like we're like beyond Uncharted at this point. Like, you know, like we like did what we wanted to do with this IP and we're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if Sucker Punch has that same mentality. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just a them like wanting to stretch their legs and like not saying that we're done with with MS, but we, we just want to do something different. Or if yeah. there was like a PlayStation, like, hey, like do something different, you know? Like, I don't know which one that, like, I don't know which aspect is true, but um, I mean, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Based on the stuff I've heard about how PlayStation works with their first parties, it was probably the first one of like, hey, we have this idea, we want to do it, we think we could make this really good, and they just greenlit it. Like, we've seen so many studios, like you mentioned with Naughty Dog, and even with Sucker Punch, move on from earlier IP. Like, they did their three Sly games, then they dipped out, and since Zara made four, and then they did Infamous. Like, it's not a new idea for them to ditch a franchise for something else, but... I think from this conversation, both of us realize, and I'm sure PlayStation does as well, there's a hunger for Infamous, and I feel like there's a potential to make that bigger than it is. I I think we could even get that, like, that, like, multi, you know, hero franchise exploring different powers and exploring different locations, maybe off of um, Second Son. Because, you know, First Light, new protagonist, well, not technically new to infamous because she was in second son but still yeah. like to, to like branch out and like her power was neon and there was stuff like that and like playing as fetch you know a lot of people like that dlc i played first time for the first time early 2019 i think oh yes i remember i was i was very sick i do remember that yes i had mm. i had mono and strep at the same time yeah. i i kind of time in my life but um i played first light then that was great you know so mm-hmm. i think and maybe that could be like a litmus test for them, like trying to read the pulse and like, all right, like could, I mean, could uh, Infamous work like with a different hero, even though they, they just did with Second Son. So one could say that that's the main test. But um, I think I think there's a future for Infamous. I really think, think that like it can be done. I just don't know if it'd be Sucker Punch or if it'd be someone else. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I I I, I could see Sucker Punch return, right? Like, I was having this conversation with Jack recently about Ghost of Tsushima, where they're making a drama out of a historical event, right? Right. How do you make a sequel to that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Ghost is going to be a franchise. Like, I don't either. I don't get it. I mean, I mean, obviously, I get it, right? Like, it's a, it seems to be a very like focused, like, uh, uh, you know, time and era piece. You know, yeah, Ghost of and they've been, yeah. From everything they said, they've been so focused on wanting to main like stay true to that, not deal with fantasy stuff, really be accurate. So like, you can't do a sequel, and I feel like if you do a sequel, it opens up alternate history stuff, which I don't think is what the point of this game is. So like, at that point, do they become an Assassin's Creed like studio where they make dramas out of different historical events that people might not know about? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And is that a thing? Like, how do they brand that? Did they just return to Infamous? Was this re- really just a stretch in our legs thing? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's a very good point. Very good. Po- I mean, because I can just imagine Christian. Imagine like yeah. three, three years later, let's say, right? Like, it, 
the year is 2023, right? We're, we're watching State of Play number, what, 18 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We get Sucker Punch logo, and it just, like, slams onto the screen with, like, electricity going through, bro. I'm I'm going to cry. Like, I'm really going to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it could be really cool if they, like, return to Infamous. Um, I think you'll get the regular conjecture of some people saying, oh, like, you know, Ghost in the World, kind of, uh, like, going back to your roots. Like, I could see that criticism some people have, you know? Um, yeah. But uh, I think it, I think I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. But I think yeah. the main start, if they are gonna go to a new infamous and do it again, right? I think we gotta bring one and two back in a remastered form or a remake form. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think mm-hmm. that's necessary. You know. But I yeah I I would love to see a version of that those two games playable on PS4 or PS5. Yeah in my head where i feel like the franchise would end up going after like the mixed sort of response to second sign like people like it but it's not like they liked it because it was a good way like city right like right i I think if infamous comes back on ps5 and you know what when infamous comes back on ps5 Um, Definitive. I, f- I feel like they'll have to reboot it. Like, get away from Cole, get away from this timeline stuff, get away from Delson. Like, start over with just that simple idea of a conduit and this event. Okay. Right? All right. I because yeah. the way two ends with how, like, definitive it is, it's like either this happens or this happens. And one of them, it's hell on earth and the and new civilization. And then the other one is like, they're kind of x-men and they're hated by the public like i feel like there's an interesting world you could build there and following up on what's there already they'd be too pigeonholed so like i do think it would have to be a reboot um maybe we go back to cole maybe it's just a reboot of one then we pick up from there or maybe it's a new character new powers uh new city yeah which i'd kind of prefer but yeah I I i think i feel i really feel like infamous is gonna come back in some way that's the avenue I think it will end up taking, though. I hope. I hope. I'm. I'm. I'm a little bit less like for sure. Obviously, I want that more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I would. I would open mouth cry for real. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I. Uh, it's so un- like. I don't think I would say like definitively. Like, oh yeah, like, it's gonna happen. Like I. I, I just don't know. I would, I, I would certainly like it to. Would certainly mm-hmm. like it to for sure, for sure. God of War took your time. It's a good point. It's a good point. So can Infamous. It's a good point. Mm-mm-mm. Cherry on top. Should we start a hashtag? How do we? I mean, what's we 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 gotta make it good though. Like, we can't just be it's, at like bring back Infamous. Like 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 it's gotta be, you know, I don't know. It's gotta, yeah. it's, it's gotta be something else. Well, if we want your avenue, we could do remaster Infamous One Two. Conduit comeback. That's too obscure. I don't think it people is. know it enough. It is. You're right. Um, hmm. What about hmm. Infamous? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll workshop it. But yeah, <laughs> it'll be in the title of the episode probably. We'll uh, figure it out. Um, Bring back Infamous. <laughs> but uh, until then. 
Kevin, if people would like to find you somewhere, where can they find you? At youtube.com slash PlayStation Source, we are continuing on with uh, God of Oh, I forgot to mention that, I think, well, well, with what I've been playing. That's what I was. That's what I forgot about. Dang, I hate to see it. Well, God of War 1, wrap that up. It was an interesting end. That's all I'm going to say. It was a very interesting yeah. stream, interesting end. But God of War 2, we started that this week, uh, seeming to be a very, very, uh, you know, refined God of War 1 which is great to hear. So pretty cool stuff right there. As well as we are checking through the Last of Us replay series as we go on to Last of Us Part 2. And talking to plenty of PS5 on the channel as well. Check out that as well as my personal Twitter at the ds 123 as well as at PSSourceVids if you'd like to check that out as well. So uh, pretty cool stuff there. But where can the people find you, Christian? If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Chris and Buckley. Uh, if you want to follow the show anywhere, at JoyClicks on Twitter for updated stream schedules, either on YouTube or Twitch. Um, if you're listening to the show, you're on podcast services like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, what have you. If you can rate the show, if you can review it, it would be greatly appreciated. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoy the discussion. Uh, if you're on the YouTube video and you made it this far, infamous thoughts, please. There's got? so much potential. There's so much potential, Kevin. <laughs> there is. There is too much. There's. There's too much potential. I can list you like ten powers that I would like to see. You know. Go for it right now. Okay. Um. I think uh something of like a or organic power, like in terms of. Like, I was thinking like grass and nature. Yes, grass and nature. Come on, like that could be sick. Um. Mm-hmm. I would also like one that is a little bit more obscure, similar to the TV power, but I want it to be like. He can't. Okay, so if, did you ever play Watch Dogs one, or no. any Watch? Okay, so in Watch Dogs, there's this cool animation when you hack into like a different device that has a camera. You can see from that perspective. I would mm-hmm. like to somehow make that into a power, and okay. be a commentary on like how much tech there is in the world right now. Like, sure, maybe like you call it Black Mirror, where like he can literally look, or she can look into like any screen. As if it's like, uh, as if it's like a camera, you know. I don't yeah. know, something like that. I have ideas, but definitely grass nature for sure. Yeah, grass would be sick. Grass would be real cool. Poison ivy, like. I was thinking sky high. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out sky high. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man. Well, um, that's gonna do it for the episode, though. If you're on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/JoeClicks, uh, of course, we got more stuff coming up. Uh, this summer, Kevin and I and Jack are cooking up a series. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to miss. First up, first installment, end of the month. Uh, that's going to do it, though. And uh, until then, it's a piece of time. <laughs>